So what we're basically talking about, like the acceptance of, of mixed race children, especially or people, not children, uh, or all of the above, black and white particularly, in the black community. Now I've been going back and forth, so I actually named it uh, Black AF versus Mixed-ish, which is t- the name of two different shows that kind of talk about and address, and so does Black-ish, address this kind of multicultural living and this, dich- this dichotomy of like, being this much black and being that much white and trying to articulate the cultures together. Um, and they do it in a funny way. And it's, have you seen the show Black AF yet? I have not. Okay. Um, it's funny. And I, and I have not seen Mixish either. Did you, have you seen Blackish? I have not seen Blackish. Okay, but you know what? You're, what you have to say, and this is a good reference for people who are watching, they, if they've watched it, they know what I'm talking about. You don't have to watch the show to get what I'm saying. What we're talking about. I mean, I saw the little, you see the little trailer, and you look at it, and you're like, okay, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you want to watch it? Why didn't you like it? Uh, why did I like it? Um, just from the little trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I'm over people telling me what it is to be black. Okay. Or what I feel like and where I'm going because, and mostly because, okay, we, like, 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 let's make space for what we do know. What we do know is that race and black and white and Asian and Latino, non-Hispanic. That's all social constructs. Right. So, and it's all put upon the characteristics of someone observing us of what we should be. Someone else's observation yes, of someone else's observation of us. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and so I, I, they put it into, they put it into a, a TV show, and then they spent off the TV show to mix it, and then it's like, okay, well, who is speaking for who at this point? And... Is it a real authentic voice that's happening? So I saw it and it put me into like all the other shows that I've once seen, you know what I mean? Right. And and or or, or a glimpse past and I'm like, okay, I don't I don't wanna deal with this, you know. It's not it's not happy and wholesome like the Cosby show. And so <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't wanna really see the family dynamics of what families you know what I mean? You say it's not sorrow. You say it's not wholesome like the Cosby Show. Why don't you think so? That is hilarious. By the by the way. <laughs> well, I'm saying it because we we're, we're used to seeing like the racial being a structural being being a construct is like we're used to the pain and sorrow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The pain mm-hmm. and sorrow deciphers the darker we are or the darker the experience we have in the world. Like the pain and sorrow. So. Like, we all know pain and sorrow. You right. know what I mean? No right. matter what you look like, we all know pain and sorrow. We know it from from back in the day, from our foremothers telling us, to now in reality. Like, it hasn't really changed that much. So to see it on screen, it's like, I wouldn't allow the mixed family, the evolved family, the new family, to, like, experience these things on their own and how to deal with it. Not how the world say you have to deal with it by being mixed. So, okay, so that's that's a good start to what we're talking about here. I think um, we can talk about this very academically, but I think the truth of it is, is it's not really an academic subject. Like you just said, it's not uh, to let someone, somebody, like I say somebody in talking society, decide what is appropriate for black and what is appropriate, what's not, and how black is black, and all of these different things that we go through. I think um, 
to not focus on the TV shows, but what they are trying to bring about is that di- is that dichotomy, is that di- uh, that um, kind of reflection of what um, perspectives are coming from from the inside coming out. Meaning that we're, what we're trying to do as black people to like to to accommodate and code switch and to live in uh, this white society that is calling the blows and still trying to keep maintain our core beliefs and customs and and, um, and culture intact while having to so thoroughly um, embrace and take in white culture and how we balance it. I, I get it. I get it. But I, I mean, I don't. I don't see any difference in that than Good Times and the Jeffersons and Sanford and Son and you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's just another TV show outside of that. Outside yeah, of yeah, yeah. I that, that's, that's interesting. All I'm, saying. I'm saying things have not really changed. I think what you're, what's like, interesting is what you're saying too is that those shows that you just just quoted out those are considered black shows. And we always talk about this, the shows that we're just talking about are kind of catered to white audiences, like who are we actually talking to, right? Um, but then when you talk, when I have these conversations with people who are of mixed race, um, and they, they identify highly with these conversations because like we we're just saying, it actually is catering to a white conversation um, and trying to bring it, it easy it on in to the conversation that we have at home anyway, right? <laughs> So, uh, but, okay, so I was going to, I wanted to, before I wanted to start, before I wanted to start, although we, we've already started, I do want to say that I have mixed race ki- uh, grandchildren. Um, Stormy has a mixed race son. I, I am black uh, and have lived in Eugene mo- uh, about half of my life or, or a little bit more than half. And I have always had to battle the, the, um, social construct of not being mixed and uh, and people assuming that I am uh, when I was younger and having to battle that. <laughs> Moving down south, you know, having to deal with that kind of uh, dynamic as well. So I don't want people to think that we're just talking out the side of our neck. We have um, a lot of experience and personal experience with this. And as I've been doing Black Girl from Eugene, I've had another great uh, avenue of conversations with people who are of mixed race and um, I'm, I'm starting to see a very, 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 very common thread in the conversation that I have. And uh, yeah, and so I, I have written down some notes just because I didn't want to forget them. But I brought it in Stormy because Stormy is unabashedly and unapologetically honest and true. <laughs> so, so I thought this would be the best time to have a conversation with you, Stormy. I thought it would be the best thing to have. Um, so, okay, so let's go back to what I was saying before. The, okay. the, the mixed folks that I'm talking to, when we talk about, you're talking social construct versus lived reality, and uh, and I'm saying that the conversations that I'm having with these folks, that it's always about, it's not always, but I'm, I'm blanketing, it's, it always kind of comes down to um, several, there's three main things that I see a lot, uh, several different levels of complications. It's like one, being accepting of themselves. One, their family not being exposed to, uh, to any kind of black culture. And this is with a white mom and a black dad. Um, and then having, um, uh, and then not feeling accepted by, by black people. These are the three things that I hear most commonly. Um, and I'm sure I'm probably missing one because there's a lot of, there's a lot, but I, there's a lot of things that go along with it. But those are the three things that I've noticed that come up really almost immediately. 
Um, and so when I started thinking about it more, and you and I were talking about having this conversation, I, I keep talking about like, and I don't want to speak uh, necessarily for people who are mixed, and we are going to have a guest next week to do a part two with this who is mixed, who, who actually uh, identifies as black, although she's black and white. Um, Mallory, shout out. She wanted to be here this week, but she couldn't. So we're going to do it next week too. So um, I think the conversation I'm, I'm that whirls around in my head, Stormy, is that the idea that, that mixed people struggle with the idea of being accepted by black folks. And sometimes I think... Expected for what? Expected to what? No, accepted. Like oh, being accepted. seen as black okay. enough. Yes. Like, what say you? <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? What, let's talk about that. What does that mean, black enough? Um, black. Okay, so that this is you might you might need to write that down because that's going to be something for Mallory to answer because she is mixed. But this is what I hear. Okay. Now I and I I really want to I really want to ask you that this has a lot to do with white mothers and black children. Okay. So there's a lot of different scenarios of mixed kids that you know mixed kids who look black, mixed kids who don't look black, mixed kids who um and and who. You can tell are, are quite half and half. People who have yeah, embraced a beautiful the, range. Right, right. A huge, beautiful range. Beautiful range. But I think it's important to understand that the conflict that I run into quite a bit and, and just dealing with sociology and, and actually um, studying psychology, this culture being passed down through the mother is how our human race is, works. So when you have a white mother, you're passing white culture to your children. Doesn't matter what they look like. So, um, so the conflict is when they don't look white and they're culturally white. That's that's generally where I see the problem and the in the uh, the disconnect or the crisis come about. Within themselves, you see the conflict. Yeah, that's that, and that's where the bottom line goes to. The bottom line goes to this is a this isn't a, a you problem. <laughs> I hate to say I hate to say it like that. that you are not uh, white um, and to the world. So some people can balance, some people can balance that and some people can't. And I think that's what we miss when we're like, when, when people are looking at folks go, and who are in this identity crisis and we're going, do you realize it's about you? You need, to, and then they go, oh, you think I just have to choose. It's not about choosing either, actually. Definitely not about choosing. You know it's what I'm not saying? About choosing. Yeah, it's actually about the about, about what they're asking for is acceptance from others. It's really about the acceptance stuff. It's like go let's go back to it. You know what I mean? Do you do you and this is it's gonna be kind of funny, but like do you accept your, your mama's folks? Do you accept your daddy's folks? Do you accept you being completely different than both of them and still standing strong in that? Like they have their own I'm saying they, and I, 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 I hate saying they as if right. they're so opposite. Right. Because we're all so the same, you know what I mean? When yeah. the skin gets peeled back, we're all the same, you know? Um, 
because it's such a beautiful evolution, like, they have their own style and their own thing that happens within the the major culture, you know, like mm-hmm. my major culture being African American. You know what I mean? They have their own vibe and their own thing going that sometimes I have no clue what's really happening. Right. With them. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm raising one, so I don't I don't really know what's happening with him sometimes, but he's good. You get what I mean? Like yeah. they're good, and I know that he knows himself, and so I'm sure that the struggle coming from all the ways doesn't allow someone to feel free and it causes them to latch out and ask for help and ask right. their questions and maybe not knowing what they're asking for right right you know so i mean i guess yeah your acceptance of going back to self-acceptance and then going back to the communication between both their parents it's like that's your strength lies from like knowing who you are and like, i think that even they if, have a big i think they have a big step to overcome um and this is what I see, and I, the over the overcome the step that I see that they have to overcome, in in just being uh, okay with themselves is that I'm gonna tell you straight up, I haven't talked to one person, not one, who is mixed black and white who has a white mother, who the white mother actually understands or knows that they that they feel like the mother understood what they had to go through, looking at phenotype as black. Now the mother may be like, "Oh, my baby's this, and she he's so black, and he, she's so strong, and she." But and then the, you talk to the child on their own, and they're like, "This is like a living hell." You know what I mean? Because they don't. It's hard for the acceptance of. It's hard. The acceptance part is like they're they're. It feels like when I'm talking to folks is that they're split. Um, some in some way that they have to have an allegiance to one or the other, and this is why I brought it black and white. Because black and white on our own racial dynamics is all jacked up. And we have a very special jacked up relationship. So when you have one parent who is white, one parent who is black, and, and I'm assuming, and this is an assumption, um, that necessarily the parents aren't necessarily uh, together um, in raising the child in a, or raising anyone to, in, a, in a, like a, a full whole um, relationship, that I feel like they, they seem to have to feel like they have to pick one side or the other. And the people who I, okay, I'm not going to say just one, because I have a brother who's also mixed. And he actually doesn't claim, he doesn't, he does not claim it. Like, he doesn't claim black or white necessarily. Well, actually, he says he's black. But when people want to charge him about it, he, he, he backs up out of it. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't actually, like, give that, give the social construct credit, if that makes sense. You know, he goes with what you were just saying and gives himself his own his own identity, his own um, prowess, and his own uh, two feet to stand on. But if you ask him, he's going to tell you he's black. It's absolutely okay. The fact of the matter is is that... That's kind of the beautiful of their evolutions, like the beautiful part of it, that they can be on both sides of it as long as they know. But but that's rare. That's rare. What's what's rare? I think by the time time life spins around, you figure it out. You know, whether it's right before death or, or in your coming to age and you're 40 and 50, it's like, you, 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 you kind of like, it, it hits you. You know what I mean? We're, you know, well, we, okay, I want to go back to what you're talking about, about how, you know, they're, the conflict of deciding, have to decide, and one parent says, oh, they're really strong, while the other child is dealing yeah. with, you know, like the conflict in the household. I was like, we're going, we're going back to like, 
what the world sees as black. Like, black to them is like, the social concept of black is like strong. You know what I mean? And we are valued about our blackness and how well we assimilate to the pressures of racism. And That's how well right. We how so well we assimilate to the pressures. And you assimilate really well, then you are, you know what I mean? Then you are playing it well. You got it good. You're going, you know what I mean? If you, you can't face the facts of what's really happening and you angry and you showing your pain and your sorrow, well, you hella black, you know? Right. And, <laughs> together you know have have met folks that were like nah she don't get it <laughs> or nah he don't get it and we know at that point we there's a level of what do we mean by we're saying she don't get it and she's not or he's not or they're not um uh you know understanding the level the basic level of just just having a conversation being black at the table and we're looking at this person going we're looking at a black person who is absolutely white. See what I'm saying? So there's a, there's a level there of understanding. Uh, there's a level of, of recognition of black consciousness that, that can be missed when you are not looking for it when you are raised with white people. Whether you look brown, and then the, what's really sad about it is that black fo- the black folks who are raised in white culture by white people, by white uh, families, who are trying to find blackness and they and the, and what they of black consciousness and what they do is they look to the same people who are telling them they are not black, and find that you know this this other this other like uh, you know inter- entertainment black is where they go to and all of a sudden they look like a like it's a buffoonery situation going on, and people who are who recognize black consciousness and black culture are looking at them when they come to the table going where did you get that from, you know what I'm saying. Well, we know where they got it from. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden they know, oh no, I'm not black. Right? That's what they say. That's how they feel. They know, they're like, oh, they're not falling for this. This works when I'm at home with Karen, but I'm, it doesn't work when I'm at, at, with my friends who aren't white. Like now all of a sudden they have this idea of like, oh no, I'm not black enough. But again, I want to asterisk that. That wasn't on the black folks that you hung out with. A lot of, I hear a lot of mixed people. They don't accept me because I'm. They don't. Black black culture doesn't accept me. Black people don't accept me. And there's a lot we of levels some to of that. We are the most accepting people in the world. Yes, that's a lot of levels to that. People will be like, oh, they didn't like me because my hair was straight. They didn't like me because my skin was light. They didn't like. I mean, there's a lot of that. But we're just talking generally like this. Um, when you come to the table, like you said, black folks are one of the most accepting folks in the world. So if you're coming at the table and people look at it like, 
what's going on here? What is that about? That feeling that they have, they go running for the hills and then they, you know, and then they're like, we're not accepted. We don't know where we belong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I do know what you mean. And, and, and on the other end of that, you know, most of those women that I've met like that, they, they, they got <laughs> other issues too, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I can't say that's like a percentage of, it's kind of like, mm, now that I think about it, it's like, mm, the ones that I know that I've had, um, that I've visually, that I've visually seen conflict, like inner conflict within them while I watch them, you right. know, it's like, they kind of have issues with kind of everybody, like just, with, they're awkward within themselves, you know, and I, again, it's, it how do you get, how do you get out of the pattern that is stowed upon one, you know, Who's like, how do you get, how do you break the cycle, you know, I, and it's, yes. I think that that's important because, uh, I, and the reason why, and I want to say again, the reason why I'm not talking about uh, kids that are black who are raised by black women, um, because like I said, the black, they're not generally in my research and my study, they're not generally as conflicted uh, with whether or not they can understand how black culture works and how they're trying to get involved and how they're trying to fit themselves in and they're trying to balance the cultures of the white culture and black culture. It's not as, uh, it's, it doesn't swing the other way. The level of oppression that is given to you through white supremacy that you do not know that you are passing down to your child is the, is the stopping point of, of the acceptance of black culture. It's not actually that black culture is not accepting. It's that it doesn't, white culture doesn't allow black culture to be great in the same kind of light that white culture is. It just doesn't. There's nothing about it that allows it to be on the same level. So the truth of it is, and now they're trying to, to decide or they're trying to fit into something that they don't, there's no real positive, um, there's no real positive, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I totally lost my, my word. Um, oh, don't lose your word now. Girl, I lost it. It's gone, it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like we're going, we're going or we have been going through this whole age of identity, you know what I mean? It was just like another thing thrown to us, you know? Um, it's the parent, I think most of the, when you're talking about the parent, like I'm, I'm African-American, you know, my child is mixed. He's of, you know, African, Moorish American and German American, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he, we, we at this point, but over, I won't say we we are we are a coexisting family. Yeah. So I, you know, there's stuff about singularities that if it was me by myself raising him and him getting more of my culture than not, or getting an equal mix of both. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. And so um, when you don't have the 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 other parent or the other culture whether it's one in itself but especially the culture that the child identi visually identifies with or the world visually identifies to them yes it becomes shaky in the household yeah. you know if there's no grandparent to show them you know it also becomes shaky but even on the other side of it too when you have a mixed child that visually represents the black construct right, and don't type. have the connection and don't have the connection with their other part of the, their their white family 
you know, it's also doing something to them. Because ultimately, we're human, and we all want to be loved. Right. And if we're not going to be loved by one of them, then we're not going to find love for ourselves. You know what I mean? So if my mom is black, and she's showing me black love, then I'm going to be living and moving in black love. If I'm in the house with both of my parents that's white and black, and my black father is showing me different kind of love than my mom, you get what I mean? It's the, it's the way they... Stand in space, like holding space for that. I mean, I think that 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 is there's definitely truth to that. I mean, that definitely goes to your ability to in your resilience. It definitely goes to your ability to adapt. Um, I think I'm staying more on the level of of when you go to school and you're black and you go home and you're black and you're and you're having black issues. And I'm saying black being that culturally, you know, when you're being yes. called names and you're or you're being followed in the store or you're. And these are the issues. These are the negativity things, the negative stuff that comes with black, that you can't then go home and have a conversation with your white mother. Although you try, you try. Um, and then you find out that they, they, and this is where the heartbreak comes in for the mother, because they're like, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to say. Like, you can say, all oh, everyone love the whole world with your whole heart. But that's just not the truth for what you're going to go through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, it's, it's really hard to admit that people look like you would treat your daughter or your son like that. And then you have to, like, verbalize that to them. That, I'm sure that's a hard battle. That's a face. hard conversation to have. And so I think with uh, when you have this conversation with, uh, with black kids, with black mothers and black families, um, and it, there's just a, I think there's a resolve that like when you're coming, when you're coming from the oppressed up versus the oppressor down, like it, it, there just seems to be where, um, where that level of like unapologetic, like this is who you are you go into the world and you, you conquer this. This is what you do, you know? Um, and the, the conversations at home are just different. So when we come, and I'm bringing us back to that table we're talking about, and we come to a woman, a man, a child, whatever, mixed, and they, and they are clear about who they are, meaning that they, there's no question about uh, their validity in this world, that comes across to me like they are solid in their blackness. <laughs> like, I'm like, when you ask what is black, I, to me, when you're not apologizing for who you are anymore, and you're at the table like, yeah, I got blonde hair, my daddy's black, I got whatever, like, I'm like, oh, well, there she goes, she all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's how <laughs> I feel. Look, look, okay, that, I, I know that's how you feel. Okay, but well, if I was mixed, if I was mixed, I'd be looking at you like, I don't tell you what I am, I'm gonna let you guess. Girl, I don't have to. I don't have to guess. You know that. Look, I see, I know people who are black, black. I know people who look black, black. Look, dark, beautiful, silky black skin. They open their mouth. I'm like, where are you from? Where, where, where are you from? Because what you just said don't make sense.
beautiful black with straight bone hair and and somehow they're more accepting than the kinky person from you know yeah yeah you know i i there is okay so you try and tell me <laughs> yeah yeah you know we're gonna back it up chicago okay we're gonna back it up <laughs> okay i'm gonna need you to come up out of eugene and get back to chicago just real quick okay now you're right you're right. There is a white, the, the, what I'm describing is a white construct. And what I'm describing also is a bare essential recognition of where you are in this community on terms of like what you were saying earlier on the, the levels of oppression and, and uh, uh, instinctual uh, knowing of the truth in black culture like i honestly i look at it like a in a way of that we keep ourselves safe you know the way that Absolutely. we recognize each other in a room because when the the truth of it is it's like it, it ain't love everybody this we're not post we're not post-racism there ain't none of that like we're, the truth is is that when there's another black person in the room and not and it's only me and that other person i'm hoping that me and that other person got an understanding you know what i'm saying and if we're not coming from the same understanding that we're black in a room of non-black folks, then then we're not we're not actually on the same black consciousness stream. You know that there's a stream yes. that's happening when you see another black person and you nod. You know that's a stream of consciousness. It's a it's an idea of recognition that I know who you are and you know who I am, and we don't need to know who we are. We know who we are in this situation, in our in in the way that we're living. We know what the where we are at together so that to me if you don't understand that and you have a and you are in this society looking like a black person then then there then we're then i would miscommunicate with that person and so would you you know what i'm saying like we would we would be expecting something to come out that person who that isn't there you, you said i would what you would expect something too girl as soon as you see that oh girl girl <laughs> look look what I would expect at least is a smile and some acknowledgement. Probably not no conversation because, you know, I, I be hyping on everybody. You know what no, I mean? It's not, I, I, wait, I you're breaking up. Conversation, but oh. yes, I want to go back to saying that. Hold on, you're breaking up a little bit, like chopping up a little bit. Did you move? Can somewhere? you hear me now? Yeah, that's much better. Okay. I would like to say that <laughs> black love and blackness and knowing the essence and knowing what you know and knowing that we're here together the same feeling the same energy of hey we're here in the room together let me shake my hand let me get your eye contact you know the same as like hey you know like we're doing this you know what i mean like like i recognize you you recognize me we recognize where we are that's it you don't like to be besties and even if not that look at each other and be like hey we made it like we're alive but don't you understand like they've killed so many people like We've actually here, like, okay, and I'm just saying, like, that stuff, that's taught. That's so, like, what I'm saying. That's whether your parent is black or white, and you're not taught that. Right. Like, that's, they're the, the parent is denying them the opportunity of black love. Only because I'm saying black, because socially constructed, they are black. Right. And so... Part of them needing to love themselves and seeing themselves as being honorable, integral people, like that's important. And that's taught. Black love is taught. 
black experience that's taught, that's sharing the knowledge, that's passing it down. You know, before you were saying it seems at some point it became resolved because, like, we figured out how to, like, meander around it and move through it. That's because we passed down the stories that mm-hmm. was taught to us. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have to make the same, you know, we passed down the stories and that's why we're waving. You know what I mean? Because at some point, somebody in our life, in that culture, we respected. And we saw the goodness of ourselves in them. But we're taught to that the and idea... That doesn't get passed down. Is- I'm saying that doesn't get passed down. There's like, a, there's like a, a, a void and it doesn't get passed down depending on the folks who your parents are and who you're living with. But that's, the, that's what I'm saying. That's the cultural disconnect. From, ha- from not being raised in with a with the idea of black culture what you're talking about as a as a as a manifestation of black consciousness and if you don't have that because it's t- it's it's not there are children who say from the from very young very young that I knew that I didn't fit in here I, I just my my white family didn't get it they were they hit it from their core when they're six years old going I understand that I'm quite different than everyone else. Those other kids who who literally look in the mirror and go, I don't understand why I don't look the way I feel. Like, I don't look white, and I am white. So there's all these levels of of acceptance within themselves that allows them to open up the vessel and say, where can I learn this other side of who I am? How can I connect to this black consciousness that I feel in my body? Or whether or not they feel it in their body, should they be taught to connect to it so that they can feel themselves a little bit better and the conflict will be less painful. So it's one of those things where I think that like, if you can't teach it and you're not there, it has to be exposed to you because that is what I'm saying when people feel like they're not accepted by black people is because when you come to the table, you're not bringing anything that's, that's consciously something that we recognize as truthful, honest, or safe for us to connect to. That's literally what the nod is about. The nod is about, I see you, we're here in this together. I don't need to know that person's name. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't understand right. that connection, that's a connection of, of like of seeing each other in a, in a room of where we are not the majority. And we are recognizing each other, giving each other recognition of strength and connectivity. You know what I mean? And I see you, brother. I see you, sis. There you go. Boom. That's it. That's all you got to do. But if you don't recognize what that means and why and how important that is, that's what's missing when you come to the table and black folks look at you with your head sideways. It's not because they don't accept you. That, there's a recognition that you don't accept yourself. Is that, I mean, am I, that's how I see it. Like I, it's like okay. a, a recognition that you're not, you're not all the way, you're not all the way val- invalidated to, to your, to the half of you that you're trying to bring to the table. Cause I mean, right, I, or that you weren't taught everything we was taught, so therefore you missing some things. But you know, well, no, because I've definitely met met folks who've come to the table who are like they don't get nothing about the nod, they don't understand the nod, but they're okay with who they are. Like you know, it's like it's like for example, I'm not mixed, but I lived I went lived in Houston for a moment uh, for about like nine years, and when I went to Houston, I had straight hair. I came from Costa Rica, but I was coming from Eugene to Co- from Costa Rica to Houston, right? So I spoke like, and I'm air quoting, a white girl, and I had long straight hair and I had um, very light skin. So I was already on another level of, and that was in the South. So now I didn't understand what, what all of those things meant in the South. Those all mean different things no matter where you are in the world. Those things mean different things, right? So I didn't understand what all those things meant. 
So I'm walking through the hallway uh, thinking that, you know, I'm, I'm going to the blackest high school I've ever been to, you know, and the high school had like, you know, 13% black, which is low for Houston, right? <laughs> it was low for Houston. So anyway, uh, so I'm, and I'm thinking I'm walking through looking black because I, because here in Eugene and in Costa Rica, I am clearly black. I'm, you know, it doesn't matter what my skin tone is. My nose is white. My, I wasn't white, period. So, um, so when I come here, yeah, so when I go down south, I'm not, I'm all of a sudden my, my, the way I'm talking doesn't fit. The way I look doesn't fit. I'm going, wait, hold on. I'm black. And they're like, are you? And I'm like, yes, I am. You know? <laughs> and so now we have to have this, like, I have to have this. You're not going to question me and where I come from because I know who I am, whether you like me or not. I'm black, whether I talk like you do or not, I'm black, whether I dance like you do or not, I'm black. Like, you know, those kind of things. So it was, they were like, okay, I see you. I understand. This is something that we don't recognize. Doesn't mean you're not black. That show does it. Well, I think that also the fact that, they, that you have to check them also says I am culturally black. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing too. It's like, you know, even through the identity era that we're going through right now, and, and, you know, questioning whether or not the person inside feels like they're black or whatever. It's just like, just own your own space and stand in that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know, and if someone is looking at you and you feel that the words that that look is saying is like, girl, please, you ain't got nothing to say to me. You ain't black enough. Well, you just answer her out loud. Okay. <laughs> stand up for yourself. You know, you know, and especially for your emotions, because your identity, ultimately, that's all we have. We, we're going we're gonna to come out by ourselves. We're going to die by ourselves. So, you know what I mean? If you're not feeling good about who you are every day, you know what I mean? If you're not standing up for yourself or, or saying whatever witty comment that you need to say in response to some crazy ass to some crazy things it's like you know you're you're not gonna feel good about yourself and right. therefore you're not gonna feel strong and you're not gonna feel like you're resilient and because that's also a part of the black construct is being strength strong and resilient it's like then then you lost it there too you you're know up again. i don't know where you went but you're breaking up again but um yes no absolutely and i think that that's something that isn't understood either when they're when uh, mixed folks are trying to come and understand standing in your own two feet, standing squarely in where you belong, standing truly in who you are is is something that uh, black culture respects. It's it's exactly what the backbone of who we are is. You know what I mean? Like we are unapologetic for all of the things, and and we are standing here very much in our truth. If you can't stand in your truth, that's going to be the issue before the, how how curly your hair is. Trust me on that one. Like, if you can't stand in your truth, and anybody blaming you for having a white mother, that's not that's not how this goes, you know. And if you have somebody who is that prop, that person got problems beyond the fact that you're not black, black. You know what I'm saying? Like, beyond the fact that you that you're mixed, if they're doing that, but the majority of people that come across who are who are even minded, well, don't they don't? It doesn't matter uh, how curly your hair is to depend on how black you are. That that's just not true you know what i mean it, it's it's about how you come to the table it's about how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your own sense of that black consciousness within yourself and how you grew to come to that you know um, that is what that is what and, and i'm telling you because of whether or not you were raised with black consciousness we are taught the one the folks who are to recognize that 
thousand miles away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's, and it's almost inevitable. So if you're not if you're not tall with it, it's gonna come back around to you. Yeah. You always got an opportunity to catch it on out. It's in your soul. <laughs> it's in your soul. You got an opportunity yeah. to catch it. <laughs> Here it is. You know, step up to it. And I think that that's where um, uh, it's it's. To me, it's a beautiful thing when people want to talk, uh, mix folks who are conflicted, who grew up conflicted, who don't have exposure uh, to their opposite side. It's like, or to their to their oppressed side, to the, the part of them that isn't the most. I hate that term when you be saying that. Know, they oppressed that. They oppressed that. I don't like that. I know. I don't like that. It's true, it's true because we're not the they want to give us, right. the they don't give us credit, but we is some world movers, build bridges. Bringing it together. We, we are, is. we are, girl, we are it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about that. I know. Okay. The oppressed, the oppressed side, because ultimately when I look about it and you know what I mean? Like, 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 uh, you know, the first husband was a, a white man. Yeah. And when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at that side of the family being hella oppressed. You know what I mean? They not come with, though they boring. They don't come with any enthusiasm. There's no communication. <laughs> there's no, there's no unconditional love. There's a part about it that is like, it's sad. oh, a soul is calling? Answer it. Right. Right. I had my soul. Look, I had to. I, I went through it. You know what I mean. I played field hockey for eighteen years of my life. You know, you know what field hockey is? Girl. That is a very white, white woman <laughs> East Coast sport. Okay, okay. It was only for two of us. You know what I mean? Like, right. and so, and so, like that. Being able, if if I didn't have the family at home, was equal to the church extended church family from the West Side. If I didn't have all of that. There will be part of my confusion of being ha- having you know having to be raised first generation of the suburbs and yeah. be there yeah. in that space. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And being able to make sure that I had a psychological shield, I had a psychological helmet on my head. Yeah. yeah. I was like the X Man dude. You yeah. know what I mean? From bad but no, vibes. But that's how it is because that's how even like when I like people go, you know, asking me where you're from, and I'm saying I grew up, I you know was born here, and they're like, "What?" It's because having two black parents put that 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 uh, shield over my head, right? And that exactly that same shield that you're talking about. There's a there was a, a way for me to know that I I live here. I don't belong necessarily here in terms of the consciousness, like. And what you're saying, that, that lack of love and connected that, that black folks give at all times is something that um, that was very rich in my household, but totally not in my other, uh, in my friends' households that I would go hang out with. It would be a total right. juxtapose to the how we connect to each other. Um, so yeah, I feel you on that for sure. Like I, I hear that, but that's part of the black, uh, of the black experience that uh, and when I say you know that people don't understand, but when I say oppressed, that's the you know black what I'm goodness. About. That ain't the experience. That's the black goodness. Yes, yeah. I mean that to me that us having our, our families the way we do, us uh, having our um, you know fathers and mothers and, and uncles and cousins and aunties and all of these things being involved. Like, that is a black experience. You know what I mean? Yep. That's like Yeah, respecting the hierarchy, absolutely. The matriarchy, like all of that. Like, that is that is extremely important for people to understand. Um, <clears throat> and it's, it's not, for folks who are coming to the table, and I keep saying coming to the table, 
because I just can't get over the idea, and because it, it, it happens almost every conversation I have, that that, that people are not being mixed fo folks are feeling that they are not accepted by black culture. And I think that that is just such a white idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just think that I'm like, why can't you say it is. why? Okay, go ahead. No, it is. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a white idea. You know what I mean? The division is a white idea, you know what I mean? Or man-made idea, you mm -hmm. know? Um, yeah, now, I, what, now, what do you say? What do you say to the girls? I, I think the this is why. Men? This is why I think it's the issue. This is why I think it's the issue. You okay. know, and I don't think, and and this is only from what I've seen and knowing other people. You know, I, I got mixed relatives as well. You know, mm -hmm. but what I've seen is that if ho ho ho, <laughs> if, if the if the if the being if the if the if the child and the person themselves. Okay, the person themselves has been raised in, even if they have both of their parents at home, if they're raised in a predominantly white society, okay, and they relate and their parents relate to non-white uh, 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 non people, you know, people of color, anybody, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If they relate to them at all in their household and growing up and communicating, then I think the people are more likely, My the ones that I've seen, they've had more of a wider range of ethnicities around them and acceptance of that, then, they're, then you see the evolution of themselves with and without their color. You know what I mean? Of course, of, just, of course. Okay? Yeah. So the, the ones that I've seen that's just been the only person of color in their entire community yeah. and their family, you yeah. know what I mean? Their parents don't have any friends of color, you know what I mean? They don't have any other relatives that they go visit, right. you know what I mean? Their school is made up, and they are the only exotic thing in the room. Yeah. Then that becomes uh, the conflict, like, you know, fermenting inside the soul. You know what I mean? Right. And there's nothing, and there's nothing to justify it. There's, there's, and there's there's no way to soothe it because it's happening fast. Right. Like your entire life, that's all it's been surrounded by. Right. So at that point, it's like you can't get a, a breath of fresh air because you're like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Well, they see me this way. I don't even know how I see myself because I'm still I'm in puberty, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still growing to be this person, but yet these constructs all around me that are forcing me into this box, how do I get out? So then I it becomes to a point where you are you don't get to it at all, and you just live this beautiful life that your family, you know what I mean? The family well, in the world that your family grow up, and you become an adult, and then you have no choice but to be forced with it because no one teaches you as an adult that those white friends that you had in elementary school, well, you're not going to really be friends with them in high school. So then you just realize that the division when you become an adult of being white versus black versus mixed versus black living in predominantly white to white living in a city. Do you get what I mean? Oh, like yeah, yeah. all these, they all come out again. And you're like, wow, what did I just do those all those years before. I can't believe I put myself in those positions. You know well, what I mean? I and I'm talking about for myself as well. You know what I mean? Like, I'm first, yeah. first generation suburbs. Like, you know, like our face was on the front of the newspaper when we moved there, you know? Yeah. And so, like, like dealing with I mean, all I that. Don't you, understand that what she's ahead, saying is that she was a black family in the newspaper because they moved to an all-white suburb. Go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah, we were the first. My grandparents were the first people to buy a home as an African American in our community, so they put us on the cover of the Oak Leaves. Right. That's, <laughs> you know, right? With, yeah. with all of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was during the time where you couldn't play on the porch. You only played in the backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never go anywhere alone. But, you know, this is the 80s. You get what I mean? Okay. And I was so, going to say, put that in context. That's the 80s. That ain't too long ago. <laughs> You know, it wasn't too long ago. You know, yeah, it's like, mm, it's, it's, uh, I think that the, what we're not saying though is that when you're living in white culture and you're living around white folks, you're living in racism. If you don't have black folks around you and there's no black other communities and there's no multiculturalism happening in your culture, you're living in a racist society. It just is. It doesn't, I, I told, like, I keep people like want to argue this. White, predominantly white culture is, is racist. It's it's built to be so. The structures in itself is that way. Now, unless they less folks have have taken the time and taken the effort to to deconstruct the racist the racist parts of their society that are in play at all times, which would be you know all the way up to the banks to the you know to the stores. Yeah, to the no, absolutely, to the, absolutely. If, unless you have deconstructed that and allowed for, for equality uh, for people of color, then you're living in a racist society. So if you have a child of color, or if you are a person of color, and you're living in around, and there's no other people of color there, and we're not living, we don't have a robust community to support each other with, it's because you are constantly faced with the idea of racism. And now if you are black and white, one side is racist and one side is not, that's a conflict that, that is, is cold-blooded. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like I, uh, next next week when we have Mallory on, I can't wait for her to try to explain the the being in such a, a precarious position um, because I I know personally several people who are black and white and their white side is clearly racist and their black side is clearly black and it and it's they are between both parents. That and okay. Are, well, let's wait. You know, let's like again, like. You have to unlearn racism, and because everyone has just been built to it, uh, part about it, like, is naturally part of them. You get what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, and especially, like, being the first, you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the first of your people, like, that is hard to take, too, because they want to love you, and this is only from my experience, that what I see, they want to love you, but they are stuck in whatever construct that the world has laid out for. They're in their box. Yeah. They're deep in their box that so, they can't still see you as human. You that, know what that, I mean? And then when they saying? do, if and if they don't, and if you're not not acting in this superficial black way, then they're like, whew, okay. Then they can almost say that you're not one of them and right. that they're closer to you. You know what I mean? If you're not listening to the hootie hootie music and acting like whatever the world says, whatever the construct of black is, if you're not doing that, then it's almost safe. And so it's easier for them to relate to. So mm-hmm. it's safer, you know what I mean? It's right. safer to have your mixed child to, to resonate with what you know because you don't know the other stuff. You and know I what I mean? For, so, for a mixed child or a mixed person to... to like we've said, we've said this a couple different times in this in this uh, conversation. I think it's super important that we that we understand that um, the, you as the mixed person have to resolve that conflict within yourself because the acceptance of your parents for who they are um, it has it, it truly has nothing to do with you once you accept who they are and then you can accept who you are in contrast to that. 
Like you, you, there's not throwing your parents away. There's no, I can't do it because I'll break her heart. They, you have to accept them, but that doesn't mean you not don't have to be the same as them. Like you have, you are not the same as them. Your experience is not, will not, cannot be the same as them when you are mixed. That you are okay, even in being mixed and not even identifying as black, but you look black. You're still okay. If you feel in your body and in your soul that you're that you're like, I need to know more about who I am. Like I feel conflicted. There's your answer. Nobody else needs to tell you anything. You don't have you are you are already accepted to black culture because you're black. If you need to know more about it, then go get some. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get yeah, the involved. only one that's stopping you is yourself, you know? Yes. And back to acceptance, you know, not only does the child need to accept the parents and the parents need to accept the child, but the parents need to accept the other parent, the parent that's not there in the household, that one parent that's there and that's present needs to accept the other parent that's not there. They I, I would say far away them, from trying period. to, I would, I would, I mean, this is us just like conflating the idea of like, I mean, but you are involved. You are actually involved. I would stay far away from trying to explain the other parents' culture. We're not, honestly, we're not. We're not talking about explaining. Some. It seems like a lot of a lot of what I see out here is like there's one parent in the home. Yeah. And then the other parent that's not there. And in in Eugene, what I see, it's predominantly the black male is not in the household. There's a lot of white women raising mixed children in Eugene, just from what I see personally. You know what I mean? For whatever way it's happening, you know, that's their thing, you know, and everybody's story is different. But when you don't have the other parent in the household, then it never gets represented. It's almost like it's the elephant in the room that never gets talked about. And if that child visually looks like the parent that's absent, then that means you're not going to talk about me either. Then we don't talk about anything. Then it's almost like it's not fair. So I'm saying like the acceptance also has to do with the parent. And that goes for me too. Like for me personally, my first, for me personally. You You were talking up again. Go ahead. For you personally. For me personally, you know what I mean? My, my, my first partner, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being a German American with Mormon background roots, you know, I had it came to a point that I had to accept that that was who he was. And that's a part of my kid in him. Yeah. And that I am going to have to back off my kid. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about internally, not like I'm jumping down his throat, but like, you know, we're, it's on the same basis as if my kid's just a normal, not a normal, but not my, not my, not my blood mixed biracial child. Mm-hmm. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, what you doing? What you saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you really just, and then it's just like, it's like, kids like, yeah, you're a part of me. And yes, you are black, but you're also this other person, which happens to be the construct of white or German American or Mormon or whatever it is, you know? And when it comes down to being home, it's like, okay, well, I, I, I have to teach you what I know about my culture because I personally believe that white America doesn't have a culture. They steal everybody else's culture. So if I allow for my mixed race child to just be alone out there in the world, you know, just like out there with the wolves, not knowing anything, then that's that's me doing a disservice to just my own human will. Like that's my human will, my human right. I have to prepare this child right. for whatever it is. Right. You know what I mean? And because they have both experiences, 
only if the parent speaks to them and shares the stories, but hopefully that they get to grow up with both of the experience or at least to accept and to understand where those experiences came from. I think and know problem, that there are I'm sorry, go ahead. I totally interrupted And know that there are people in the world like them with their same skin tone that shares all of that. That goes back to like the construct of pain and sorrow because most of us have collectively the same categories of pain and sorrow. And so like just knowing that will open yourself up to being like, oh, this is what they mean by black. But if somebody told me that like I could be cool if that meant I had to wear my pain and sorrow on my sleeve, I don't want to be cool. No, I, I, think what, I think what you're saying is is uh, is great, but I I'm like thinking about it now, and I'm like, black families with white parents or black children and black people with white parents, we're not like what you just said. It is from what we were saying earlier. You're a black mother. You're gonna tell. You're gonna teach your son black. Correct. Black, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, a, absolutely. a friend of ours, mine, uh, ours has a kids, and she doesn't even her. She had children with a white man, but is married to a black man or an African man now, and she raises her kids black. There is not they, and the, the truth of it, our kids here, like there's obviously a recognition of the, that their families are their fathers are or father is white, but they're being raised black. And so, the, to me, what I see is that. There, you don't have to consciously say or do anything to, to get white culture. We get it because is, you are submerged in it. You have to do something to instill black culture. You have to. Because You're right, because everywhere is the white culture. That's everywhere what I'm saying. So you don't have to talk to your half-white kid about being white. You know no, what I'm saying? You, sure you don't. don't. You, you sure don't have don't. to do that. It's there. They got that part. Nope. You see what I'm saying? Nope. So that's yep. the, that's the issue that I that I see is that it's like like the commonality of it is that like you know that's the default. And when you're half black, the, the default is white. And so when you're raised by a white mother, Ooh. if you're if you're raised by a black mother, the default is not white. And that's the difference. <laughs> the, your reference point is that's different. That's a rough statement. It's true, though. I mean, think about it. And it's your you, truth. It's your truth. Okay, I mean, like, okay. It's, it's rough know. because at this point, like, at this point, my mixed child is a whole being. Default yeah. and no default. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I, okay. It's not, I'll, I'll, it's, but on another... On another level, on another level is if I had an all black child, I would be saying the same thing. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And I, and it's not like you said. Once the, he's a whole being to himself, and hit the way the construct will work is in his own his own acceptance of who he is, where he decides how who he and how he relates to the world, and then he'll have yep. to stand very strongly in it. Like we just said, the society is going to tell him that he's black. He's going to tell him who he is. And then, and then the chips will fall where they may. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they will fall where they may. And, you know, my biggest worry, my biggest worry is that, well, my biggest concern mm-hmm. is, is the remembrance of what they do to us as a people. Mm-hmm. That's all. Remembering that, remembering, remembering the structural, the systematic, the institutional, the individual, the white privilege, knowing all of that. I need him to know that. I need everyone to know that. And then walking your light. Right. You get what I mean? Right. And then walking your light. And that's the acknowledgement. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the acknowledgement. Just a walk in the light. But I just need them to know. And I think 
for everyone. You know what I mean? When I, when I, when I, Oh, or an all black person when I, <laughs> when I meet an all black person in Eugene you know what I mean that's been born and raised here and they don't know themselves you know what I mean yeah. it's kind of like how we're talking about the mixed child that doesn't know themselves but they don't know themselves either and so you look yeah. at them like okay well shit you know I, I only have so many spaces underneath my arm to bring you in but you're looking like you're on a skateboard and you're confused and, and I'm not here to I, you need some direction, you know, you're pedaling along, and I'm just not sure if, you know, you know I'm just, even though, oh, even geez. though, even though I've done, every time I do it, I'm, I'm the one, I, I pull it aside, be like, hey, okay, hey, so what's up, I saw you over here, uh-huh, so where you from, and da 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 you know what I mean, and yeah. they're like, who the heck are you, they almost be looking at me like, if they see us both together, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> You know, I think um, I, I just got a comment from a mom. Hi, Jennifer. And I, I think she's great. Um, I think we're over an hour now for the radio portion. So, man, she's online and she wants to go ahead and um, we can end the radio portion of this and continue on Facebook Live. So I do have some more things to say. So you were listening to me on uh, Black Girl from Eugene on KEPW 97.3 locally uh, in Eugene, Oregon. And, um, and we will continue on Facebook Live. So... Do what you gotta do, Nan, um, and I'll call you back. So, okay, um, so what you're saying too is I think that uh, to more to what you're saying about living your light, like I think it's very important that what you said, we're, like we're not, you can't, white mothers can't teach blackness. So we're talking about when black mothers have their white ch- or, or mixed children and they, uh, it doesn't matter, like you said, it doesn't ma- matter what they look like. Um, we know, we already know that they're not white. And so you're gonna have to walk through this world in a different way. But when you let go of your child, like you said, you're, you're going to give them all of who you are. And so is your, the white mother who has children who are brown. Um, but the truth of it is, is that they are going, the opportunity for, the, for that, that point in their lives to understand that, that, uh, that they have to go and they have, they, living in a world of a mixed person is, is absolutely separate than living in a world of blackness or whiteness. Because they are being a both, right? And consciously, they're, they're, they're learning how to balance both. But the truth of it is, is that, like you said, there's things that you have got to know as a black person in this world. You have to, because we're not post-racism. You know what I'm saying? So right. those things have to be taught and learned to keep your child safe, to keep them consciously aware of who they represent, whether or not they recognize that or not. That's, that's really hard. I mean... That to me is really for, and I think about it the other way. So I don't know how a white mother would do that. To be, I mean, I, they, there's lots of things that they could do, but they can't. They obviously have to let their baby go out there and live in an existence that they do not know. And I think at that point, it's really important to have the other side of the family, if they're safe, to be available, or at least somebody of color to be able to have these hard conversations with them. I just think that what you were saying earlier about grounding um, in community is what will save their consciousness, your mental health, period. We won't even have to talk about black consciousness, white consciousness, racism, your mental health, when you're dealing with the complexity of, of um, when you're dealing with this type of complexity and you don't have a sounding board that recognizes your, your issues, I mean, how do you do that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. 
it's like, hey, therapy ain't a bad idea. Like, you know, and make sure the therapist is either mixed or black or whoever you're confused about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just think that um, it goes back to the beginning of our conversation where it's like, hey, this is on you. It's not about acceptance from black community. It's not about acceptance on, about from your black friends. Right? I mean, this is about... Yeah, or acceptance from your white friends. Or your white family. You know, and honey, I don't know what being black is, but, you know, this is the white parents of the child. Like, I I don't know what being black is, but I do know what right from wrong is. And you know what I mean? I'm going to let you go. But if you come back home looking crazy, you know what I mean? Regardless of what color you say this is, we're going to stop it. Yeah. I mean, the truth of it is is that what white parents want to do is tell them about all the bad things that, that can happen because you're black. And then well, what we're that going does, back to the pain and sorrow. We're right. going back to the pain and sorrow. So what that does is give a kid fear <laughs> about being black. You got to do both. You got to be like, look, you look black, you're going to get pulled over. This is how this is going to go. This is what you need to do. Also, <laughs> you know, also, you know, learn about the strength of a black community. Yep. Learn about the science. Also, Thurgood Marshall was the first Supreme Justice. Like, come on, keep right. going. Learn the fact that the idea of black... We we rent, we built this country. the The basis of everything that this this country is built on is on the backs of black folks. The music, yep. the soul, the tr- all of it. It's all black. You gotta be able to do say and do both of those things. You gotta Stop be able to say both. You know, because if you, it's extremely important for your black son or your black daughter to understand your black daughter is gonna be over sexualized and your black son is going to be. Uh, considered aggressive, emasculated, emasculated, considered a threat. Very important for them to understand. No matter what, no matter what school you go to, no matter what sport you have, no matter what your car looks like, like that is just bound to happen. And it's really sad, but it is bound to happen. It's bound. One time in your life, one time in your life is going to happen. So, um, at the least. So, the truth That's of, not crazy. It's not crazy we talking like that. That means ain't nothing changed, girl. Girl, I'm sorry to say, but I, I'm, sitting here with, <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here five years post of being beat up by the Eugene Police Department based on oh, race. No. Don't oh, get shit. me started. <laughs> Way down in Egypt land. So, Let my people go. <laughs> so... so um, so yeah, so it's super important that you go the other direction. It's super important you go the other direction. You need to know about Nina Simone. You need to know that she wasn't just a jazz musician, that she was an activist. You know, you need to know about Sarah Vaughn. Sarah Vaughn. You know what I mean? Like you need to know about Josephine, Josephine. Baker. Like you yes. need to know about the Harlem Renaissance. You need to they need to know. And this is the thing. It's really super funny. Is that the, there was a show, the Black Black AF, and I was watching it. And they were talking about the, the, the mother is half black, but she was like, she's like, I'm black to be black, black. Like she even writes her name like black, whatever her name is. Like I'm black Aisha, you know? So it was funny. So anyway, so she was talking about when you're mixed and you're trying and you're, you're assimilating to black, to your black side. She's like, you got to understand all the things that are black and it's important. And I was like, I was listening to her and someone else had pointed out, two other people had pointed out that they thought it was really funny because they were like, I actually resonate with like i have to know the jackson five i gotta know the jack the 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 center park five do you know the difference between this and that do you know that and it was a joke are you serious yeah and it was it was they thought it was funny and it was funny the way she was saying but the truth of it is is that if you're raised in black community you will know that but you don't have to know that to be black (laughs) like what the best part about it is like 
you know that because like we only really pay attention to ourselves. Do you get what I mean? I grew up in a household with all my family member, all thirteen of us we were there. It was awesome, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ultimately, ultimately, you know what I mean? I knew Meteor Man, I knew Robert Townsend, I knew the Five Heartbeats, you know what I mean? I'm learning stuff that they my parents watched in the seventies. They're talking about, they're communicating. We're not coming home and watching Golden Girls. Do you get what I mean? Right. Like when we're watching a movie, it's gonna be a Spike Lee joint or it's gonna be a Denzel Washington joint. You know what I mean? If Soul Train's coming on, we all gonna be watching it. You know, there's gonna be an ebony and a jet on it was all like black America. Anything black America was always around. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we were black America. Yeah. So without having that stuff you're right. There's, it's like a disenfranchise of something happening there. You know what I mean? With, with, yeah. Without having the, what is it called? Without having the accents of your empowerment around. Exactly. That's the, woo, there we go. Right? Because that's the plus. We're the plus, we're the, we're the and one. It's not the accent. It's got to be what it is. And so that's what, when she was saying, when she was saying that she had to know those things in order to be black, it wasn't really in order to be black. You know, that, and that was the idea of like, of, of that was the white, that was the funny white thing coming through, trying to understand blackness. Like that's, if, if you were black, like you just said, you would be watching, you you were going to be attracted to things that rec- that are, that are speaking to us. You know what I'm saying? So, no, you're right. That's funny. That's like, uh, you know, it's like if you haven't read Toni Morrison, then, you know, you're not black. And if you never saw Beloved, you don't know Color Purple and you can't recite it. The thing is this, black America, like we are always live. Nothing fades away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we got the same same phrases that we say from Harlem Nights to, you know, to Paul Mooney. Do you get what I mean? Like, we know the same Saturday night clip with Eddie Murphy. Do you yes, get what I mean? Like, yes. we are classics, forever classics. All of our B-range movies to them are classics. Right. You know what I mean? So it's her. like, we wanted, and, and when you're in a household growing up, black empowerment, when you have those accents around, that was like, you knew that that was that was part of the, what do you say the manifestation of black consciousness. You know what I mean? Without even knowing it, you know what I mean? Well, like, the idea that she, the idea that the feeling is that she had to know those things is because she wasn't exposed to those things. So if you're going to try to relate to black people, then then understand what black people are interested in doing. If you don't relate to it, it's because you don't relate to it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's okay. It doesn't that's mean okay. you're still not black, though. I'm black, girl, and I do not like good times, okay? that's I don't watch that. <laughs> I don't like Martin. You know what I mean? Like, I... I'm and I'm black, you know. I'm sorry. There's, I don't eat. I don't eat chitlins. Like those are all white stereotypical. What? What? Like I don't have to be. All black folks don't like watermelon. Woo-hoo! You know what I mean? Like it's just not a thing. And so having to feel like you have to understand all of those things in order to be black is is your whiteness coming through. That's what no, I'm trying to say. Do, what you do have to under, but what you do have to understand is. Why they say it's a, why they talk about us with the watermelon. Right. You know what I mean? Why gotta, we do? Why they talk about the sambo? It's important for you to know why those constraints and who put those constraints on us before you can make a joke about it and resolve it. That's really what it comes down to. It is, because the truth of it, of it is, is it's a narrative <laughs> that you're trying, to, narrative. you're trying to collect to connect to in a way that is not necessarily authentic to you and you're tr- and people are trying to say what am i what is blackness then you go well what is it let me look at let me google it <laughs> so then you hear you hear about 
it, it's the, the interest in black culture is not going to be because you eat watermelon or don't eat watermelon. Like, it's, that's not what we're talking about. Black consciousness doesn't work that way. You have to understand who, who and how and where we got to this point. You know, and, and that means that, that you are looking for things that resonate with with what is curious about your body, what is curious about your mind. I just got a comment from someone that I said that the country was um, the country was built on the backs of black folks. And her her son, who uh, phenotype is black, and, but his mother's white. He asked, well, does that mean I own this country? Absolutely. <laughs> This country, absolutely, absolutely. like you know, in the, the the tell that tell that child to look up the Treaty of Peace and Friendship. The Treaty of Peace and Friendship. The truth yep, is, the truth is, yep. is, all you hear over and over and over again is that, like you said, we're we're uh, an exception. We are the the plus one. We're the and, and that just is not the truth. And if you are, if you're resonating and you're trying to feel your, your blackness and you're trying to feel the black side of things, look to see what's going on in black art. Look to see what's going on in, in, the, uh, in black music. Look to see what's happening. It doesn't mean you got to be like, okay, now I, I no longer can listen to Katy Perry. I'm always, you know, so-and-so instead. Like, that's not what we're saying. Just understand it. Come know Yeah, it. and you know, you don't even have to understand it into that now. You can go all the way back to like the early 1800s. James Baldwin, he wrote a letter to his to his his, his grand his cousin or nephew that was going to be born about the same mm. things that the black man is going through right now and mm. what they have to get through. Like you don't have to deal with the now and and what the the phrases of everyone talking about the new stuff that's not really new because again the same stuff. Like how our history doesn't fade away and our empowerments are still strong. The, the, the repercussion of the anger and the racism that's physically been put upon us, that doesn't change either. Right. Like it hasn't changed. We are still dying. They are still killing us. We are still a small part of the population. Our social economics will never be booming. They, 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 they're, it, it hasn't changed. So it's just the micro to the macro. So you when, know? You're, when you're trying to figure out and you're half black, and you're like, I'm trying to understand this. It's not, you don't have, I don't know. I, I don't know very many black folks that, that have read all of the black art and know all of the black history and know all of the, come on now. We, I, That's some you talk. That's some you talk over need, a lifetime. Right. We need, you need to know what it means when there, when this, when you hear and recognize disenfranchisement, that's what you need to know. You know what I'm saying? You need to know and recognize when, when you're not being treated fairly because of your skin and what to say and do about that. Like you need to understand to stand very strong in your truth and very strong in who you are and very strong for where you came from and understand the, the social constructs that are at work. Now you're black. Yes, now I, you're talking I, about I absolutely black agree. <laughs> now you're talking I about black agree. shit. Okay. <laughs> See, so, okay, so with some black consciousness shit, I, my, my son, you know, he's, he's what, 16 now? So, you know, I think we started this maybe at six, seven years old, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, um, be because, you know, his 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 German father sees, you, you know, the, the white world doesn't see racism the same as we do. You get what I mean? Like yeah. we can know, knowing what you know, you can pick up the phrasing, the words, the body language. And you're like, OK, I'm not safe. I need to put the helmet on, you know, right, yeah. but outside of outside of that. Um, Oh man, I just really I had a really great point. Check oh, that out. Oh no, did I pass it to you? I'm sorry. <laughs>
we were talking about oh black consciousness and you're saying that when your son was six and you you, you know the fact that his dad is german uh no not helping okay <laughs> well, uh, that, well if it comes back to you if it comes okay. back to you jump in um i think okay. the the last not the last question but the something i was i was writing down uh do black folks need to be accepting um and the idea is uh no but yes <laughs> do we need to be accepting yeah we are like man we are the low and it's structurally institutionally we are the lowest and the lowest and the lowest on the bottom chain yeah. now it used to be the black woman was was the it used to be the black man was what lower than the black woman or no, the black woman I, used to be lower than the black yeah, man the black, but now yeah. that we're moving into like this power or the power that they're giving us <laughs> you know what i mean right like but you know what? This is how I feel about that. I think that you got to understand that there's some some conversations, and this is for the mixed folks out there. There are some conversations that are for uh, people who are willing and, and able to move the black uh, idea and consciousness forward progressively. Um, and Absolutely. those conversations are we have without white people. That's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Like this, because you can't ask the oppressor to help you to, to help the oppressed to fix to what they're doing. They're, they're, the system in itself is oppressing us. And when we're going to try to get together, there's some things about we, what we need to do together is just between us. And I, and I do believe that that takes a level of consciousness, understanding where and who you are, what, who you are trying to move forward and understand that it's against the grain every single time. So okay, I, I agree. I agree with that. But history now we're going back to not breaking the cycle. History, <laughs> there hasn't been anything that we haven't just. There's always been speckles of other lighter Africans part of our movements. Okay, mm-hmm. and when there's been too many of us in the movement, they killed us all. Well, girl, we got things to work out. I'm not saying it's perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I went back. Okay. So now I'm going back to what I what I what I remember. Okay. So yeah. So so you know, having having the other counterpart that doesn't really see racist that racism da 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 da. When my child was younger, what enabled me? What what enabled me to uh, emotionally feel safe? Mm. My kid was out there in the world. Was to teach him what I call the checklist. And mm-hmm. this is something I had to create on my own because I couldn't figure out how to uh, explain it to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if there's an incident that you have, right? I'm just going to give you a small example. If you have an incident that happens, you know, and, and, and there's you and somebody else, and you guys both get pulled aside, say, at school or something, you guys both get pulled out for the conflict, you know? You check yourself. You check your accountability. Mm-hmm. You check your language. You know, you check your feelings before that prior, you know, like where you already heated from something else, you mm-hmm. know, and you just kind of pushed it on this person. Okay. You check your aggressive meter after all your checklists of accountabilities that you have. If you check all of that and you in the clear that last checklist in the box is going to say, because I'm black. Right. And that's when you know. That's that. That is a, an excellent summation of the checklist. I love that. If it ain't those things, then it's because you're black. That. Yeah, and, and for me, it helped us. I, I began to have like a different sort of communication with my son. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
This, I, I, there was one thing that um, that my my grandkids are not as um, they're young, you know. And so I love what you just said, and I think it's something that um, should be used, and it's it's easily something that even white moms can implement with their black kids. Like it's an easy it's idea. Easy. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Because and I got to that point. And it puts humanity first. You're actually giving them a chance not to be not to make it be about you being black. Like you're actually giving them that moment. Like maybe it's not because I'm black. Is it because of this? Is it because of that? Oh, it's not any of those things. Oh, it's because I'm black. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I think when you have to balance it out and you're not sure, like for me, I, I always go to, it's my, uh, you know, um, is it because I'm black first? You know what I'm saying? But that's something I don't say in, you know, outside. That's okay, in my so head. you're right. Like, but, when, that's who I am too. Yeah. And so I was doing that before, but it was almost like he didn't really want to, that didn't feel good. Always right. being like, oh, it's, you know, it's because you're black. So it put him being a mixed child in this unfair space. Mm. I can just visually see it. I can visually see it, you know, because he just didn't want to be like, it's because I'm, but I don't, I don't really know what it was, but it's like putting down the negative part first instead of them consciously figuring yes. out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Always put me on the defense so he wasn't able to come to me when something was happening mm. because mama was going to go out there and beat up the white person for saying whatever that right. I didn't really know what was happening. Yes. So then it got me, it created a, 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 it created this, um, a lighter, a lighter atmosphere of communication with us in regards to race, because it wasn't so me being like, well, you know, cause me being like, you know, it's cause you're black and you know why? And, cause you know, the parent that does that, it's like, well, you know, you can't be dressing like this and you can't look like this because then, you know what I mean? And you black. It's, it's like, it's like making it look like it's a negative thing and they can't be themselves because they're black and have to stay in this safe black space to society. You know what well, I mean? Well, I think it's interesting what you're just saying because really that from a from what it sounds like to me, that perspective uh, is the idea that, that that dynamic of blackness is aggressive. Like, mom, do I can I not go there first? And that is coming and that and that's the same thing my daughters who are black say to me, because they're coming from this very whitewashed society. I don't, but I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's whitewashed society. I don't know if it's whitewashed because you know. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of evolved. Like we as parents know it exists, but for them, do you get what I mean? But for for them, they have to go through the the steps. Do you get what I mean? No, they do. They do. And I don't know how many times. How? Okay, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Come on, and think about this. How many times as adults? How many times as adults? You went in and you got your like your first couple of jobs, you know what I mean? And you saw somebody and they were kind of cool, but you kept being like, no, nah, they white. I'm just waiting for them to say one fucking thing to me. One thing to me, they white. I already know. I already know. And you never gave anybody the chance. No, and you're like, okay, that's, she, not how, <laughs> that's not how I, I see that. Like, I, I know exactly what you mean. But when I, whenever someone is stank to me a little longer than you should be when you don't know somebody, I'm going, that's because I'm black. Because the truth of it is, is I come because I am so used to dealing with white people here in Eugene. I already have my P's and Q's cut to the white to the white agenda, right? I already correct, know correct. my, my going to be big. Absolutely. So, so if you still stink with me, I've I already know I've done everything I can do to make it easy for you to to swallow my blackness. So if you still stink, that means you got a problem with me being black. So, I, so for me, it's like I already unfortunately and fortunately can can emerge myself into that expectation and you're teaching and it. to cipher and to cipher and you yes, can decipher yes. too and I, I just want to take the credit like like the pressure off of the kids because at this point yeah. they at least they can you know we can already decipher it you know what i mean like 
I'm so blessed that our children is giving them the reasonable doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, giving them an yeah, opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. to like not go all the way down on the checklist. You know what That's I mean? That's so like, funny. Yeah, like, oh, you know? didn't stop at racism. And, and, and it shows. And yeah. it shows. It shows evolution. You know what I mean? If they and if they already know that we know, therefore they know because we're communicating with them when it happens. When they get to the end of the checklist. Then that's when you go back to them with it be like, yeah, how did you know? Do you get what I mean? Right, right. Outside of the checklist that it was happening. Yeah. That's, the very, more that, that's critical thinking. That's critical thinking about it. The, the more that you can critically think with them, the better it prepares them when they step into any situ- any room by themselves. They get critically... <laughs> Are you teaching them structurally how to recognize? Are you teaching them huh? how to structurally, structurally recognize... Uh, uh, racism, like what it looks like when you walk in somewhere and you can tell that this is not built, this is like a, a place that's not safe for black folks. How, are you teaching him how, are you showing him that? Or is it just a feeling that he's learning to have? The, in, the it's intuition? both. It's okay. both. As a, when he was a little kid, I used to, we used to go to, I had problems when I was a kid, so we would go and sit at, not at the playground, but like at a bench and would like look and see people and watch people. And I would process people, whether it was good or bad, mm. I would process people. So it wasn't like, I was like, you know, if there's a little kid acting a fool in a grocery store, we're going to sit here and watch this little kid. Right, right. Act a fool. And we're going to talk about how this kid is acting a fool. And then we're going to talk about how the parent, what the parent should be doing, whether or not like he knew, you know, that was something that the elders would always say, like Stormy, like, it was good and bad that I talked to my son just being an adult, but some parts about it, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he knows a lot more before his age time, you know right. what I mean? I think it's all coming to him now. But, you know, if you can identify the back to the right and wrong, do you get what I mean? Yeah, like, if yeah, my yeah. kid, even, even so, even so, even so, that doesn't go back to what we're talking about with me being, um, me being uh, the black parent in the family, you know. But if my kid came home and was like, you know, oh, my God, I'm going to wear this and I'm going to do this and what the society says is black or what the society says is white, he's going to get checked. Yeah, yeah. And that, and I think that's the part that, that when as you grow older, that's the grounding. That's the grounding of the black consciousness because now even if he goes, oh, man, whatever, rolls his eyes and goes out, he's going to remember what you said. And when it comes up and somebody's up in his face about doing something and he's like, wait a minute, why are you up in my face and not over here in Chad's face? That They're going to recognize why. It's not going to be confusing. It's going to be clear about what is going on. And I think yep. the idea is um, some at the same time, on the same note, uh, we were, me and my daughter always talk about my grandsons that don't necessarily look black. Um, they they have black features. And so we we always are like, do they have black features? Do they, do they got the black nose? Yay! Girl, they got what the black their hair nose! Like? Huh, what'd you say? What's their hair look like? We can't tell yet because they like, they, I mean, first of all, Anthony, you know, my, my oldest grandson, he's clearly mixed kid. Like he's, he's got all the mixed kid traits, right? So he's got really kind of cur- loopy curls, but they're kind of tighter, but they're not kinky. You know, they're, they're like curls. Um, and the mm-hmm. babies, they, girl, we can't tell, they bald, you know? So, um, but... Uh, but I, you know, we always have, we've, like I said, we have other, uh, mixed folks in the fam, but it was like when they don't look black, uh, but their family is black, that, that, that type of thing, uh, for me, is like the conversation is like, well, where they don't look black, they are black, 
You see what I'm saying? Their whole family is black. They got to understand just like what we understand is that it's not about just you walking into the street being you. That's the whole thing. Like black folks, we understand that this is about our family. This is about our ancestry. This is about our community. This is about our each other. So if I have a, a grandson or a, or a son or a brother or whatever, and they look Italian or they look white, but they are raised with black family, they're walking out there with the consciousness and understanding of, of what, like what, like with what you just said, the fairness, what looks right. What looks like they, what looks like uh, things that are not happening in an equitable or equal way, they recognize it because that's what's going to be in their consciousness. Whether you accept them as black or not, they're going to be thinking in the idea, because I'm not going to not teach them everything you just said that you teach your son. It's not because my son doesn't look black. It doesn't mean I'm not going to teach him what it means to live in the shoes in which he's raised. His mother is black. Correct. Absolutely. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I think, yes, yes, yes. I think you nailed it on the spot. You know what I mean? You nailed it, you know? I think we also get disenfranchised with the way it looks, you know? You're like, okay, well, if you're not looking like you're going to have a problem in the world, or if you are so beautiful that no one would ever know who you are or what type of whatever, we're just going to live this life because you're just going to be gorgeous, you know? And that's okay. Like, that's, ooh, that's even better. Like, you don't even have to deal with it. That's wrong. You know, like, <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong. Uh, so now my, you guys might hear my grandson in the back because it's nap time. Uh, it's we nap go, time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we did go over an hour. Um, so anyway, we're like at an hour and a half now, girl. You know we can talk about this for days and days and days and days. So um, we are going to continue this conversation next week, right? We're going to have Mallory online with us, who is, yes. uh, yeah, and she's amazing, y'all. If y'all don't know Mallory, boy, she's about to drop some gems, okay? Um, and so I also wanted to say thank you, Stormy, because you always bring in the gems. You always just sprinkle them all through the conversation, just dropping them. I love it. <laughs> I love you, too. I just wanted, can I leave with something? Of course you can. can I leave we don't, with we don't have a timeline, I just really. want to say, like, it is, it is like as black women, I'm a black woman and it is not important or more important to me that we deny the struggle of the mixed children and the mixed people. Um, and, 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 uh, I'm learning through myself. Okay. But not denying their struggle and that by denying their struggle, they're also, we're ultimately denying their humanity. And that's what we're literally asking for basic human rights, basic human acknowledgement, you know, and and we shouldn't minimize what they look like. We should minimize what they're bringing because of what they look like. I'm not saying, I'm just saying for me, I'm speaking for me as a black woman to other black women that, you know what I mean, are having issues and concerning them because they are having issues. Right. Yeah. No. Um, right. We, and they don't they are, need the yeah. extra. They don't need all the extra, extra baggage on. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, you didn't pick the cotton, so I'm not going to say that. And I don't, I don't want to deal with that. You know, I am happy that I'm able to have this conversation yes. and that you asked me to come on today. Uh, You're breaking up. I didn't, I didn't realize that I needed to get some things off, too, you know what I mean? And I am raising this now, you know what I mean? And yeah, hopefully... well, uh, you're breaking up a little bit. I'm, I'm here. Okay, I'm, I'm here. here you are. Um, yeah, no, it's a, I know, sometimes these conversations bring up, like, stuff, you're like, oh, I didn't think I, how I felt about that. 
Or summertime. I mean, I, I at one point, not this conversation because we're already at like an hour and a half. I know I don't know how long people really want to listen to this. Rose, yes, same time on Sunday. Um, next Sunday at eleven o'clock. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's one of those because I I definitely you know we be like we gotta have conversations as black women uh, to other women who I think sometimes we don't we don't give there there is definitely side eyes happening to women who don't look the part. <laughs> and we're questioning like, where where is this coming from? And it comes from a play, a very deep place of, of, um, of distrust. And I think that that requires a conversation to have. And this is the kind of conversation I was talking about that don't require white folks that we have to have within ourselves that we're like, why are we like, why does that make us so uh, uncomfortable? And of course, it's historically, you know, links directly to historical violence. But it's like this idea of like how we move forward now um, to accept folks that we're that we are that are having that are in the process that accept folks who are who who um, are in that po- that moment of like I'm trying to stand on my two feet. I'm trying to be here. I'm trying to learn. Like, you know, um, do we have to accept that? Do we not? I think it's for the, the greater good that we just understand that people have their own journey and that we're not gatekeepers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's Definitely not. Right. Definitely not. And there's definitely a, a, um, a part of, of black culture that, that these folks who are not coming from black culture have to understand. You will get talked about. You will get teased. You will get, I mean, this is like, you got to understand where you're going. Like, you got to understand. And, you know, and, 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 don't, and, don't, and don't push it past, like, even me, I came from a black culture too. It's like that's what we do. You go get talked about regardless. Like if you're not getting checked, <laughs> girl, you ain't even there. We're not even talking to you. If you, you know, and that's just coming from love to make sure that we all on the same page. This is coming to love. If I see a sister that's not doing right in my eyes, I'm okay. gonna say something, whether or not that's her truth or not. It could be my only truth, and I will go on my soapbox with it. You get what I mean? And, and they but will tell just, you. Sis, I'm not even there. And we go, oh, okay. <laughs> but yep. to see, the truth of it is, is that 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 in that dynamic itself, when you come from a white culture, that looks aggressive. You see where the disconnect comes from? You got to understand the cultures in which you are trying to to uh, to to do like to, to be a part of. Like, you know, you this is. This is what you're gonna get. You want to talk to black folks? You're gonna get talked about. You're gonna get teased. You go. It's it's almost everywhere. Like I haven't ever been to. I've been to several different countries dealing with several different types of black folks from different cultures. And that, my friend, is one thing that is consistent. Okay, <laughs> you are gonna get talked about, and you are gonna be teased. It's a part of a welcoming right. situation. You, you are one of us when we don't when we go out to talk about why you walked outside looking like you did. See what I'm saying? So it's like it's gonna be one of those things that that coming from cross-culturally, you're going to have to understand that it's not the same as where you came from. Don't expect that you cross over and go, like, you need to behave this certain way because this is what I recognize. Black folks are not accepting that. We are doing what we do. You can find it comfortable or not comfortable, but you are in a new space. Be in that space authentically. That means that you don't, don't come with a, hey, girl, hey, when you don't ever say, hey, girl, hey. You're not being authentic. You know what I mean? Just be in the space and understand what you are experiencing is new and it's it's for it's our authentic selves. So find if it resonates with you because that's where the problem gets I think also is that these people 
who are mixed, who are trying to, to fit in, are like trying to make it fit. It has to fit like this. I got to know Beyonce and I got to know all the words to, to the, the Black National Anthem. I just found out we had a Black National Anthem. Blah, blah, blah. You know, so they, they, it's like, calm down. Okay? So, <laughs> you know, calm down. So the thing is, I, I'm listening. I'm listening to folks. I'm, I have a whole bunch of amazing comments I wish I could get to. Um, and I'm, I'm going to uh, talk about it next week also. So since this is the end of our conversation this week, Please come back next week at 11 o'clock. We're going to have someone who is uh, black and white and identifies as black. And we'll talk about her journey and talk about her consciousness and talk about how she got there and the dilemmas going back and forth in her family and whether she could bridge it or not. Um, and so uh, we'll talk about that, too. What else, Did you have anything else you want to add on, uh, Stormy? I would just like to say what we all know, and that is... We are all human, and we all have an opportunity to love ourselves more each day than the previous day. And by loving ourselves, we can love each other, regardless of your race, regardless of your conscious level. That's true. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, we, no, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's absolutely true. I mean, you know, I always, girl, you know, I'm always double advocate. Advocate, I'm always like, okay. I know, I know, we can do this all day, girl, back and forth, back and forth. So, oh, <laughs> okay, so let me see. Yes, be true. I'm uh, on my stuff. Deal with your stuff. Yes. So I have some folks who are on now, um, who are who are uh, leaving comments. I'll come back after we stop recording and answer some of the comments too. And um, please join us again next week when we have Mallory, who is going to be dropping gems on this very same subject. Uh, and Stormy will be here as well. So it'll be me, Stormy, and Mallory. And uh, we will, like I said, we, I don't have a time frame when I'm at home and not at the studio. So we will go until, it, until we can go. So please join us next week. And um, we will talk more about the subject. And uh, if you guys have other things and other points you'd like to bring up and, so that we can discuss it, by all means, send awesome. me a message. That would be so awesome. Uh, send me a message, and we will bring it up in the, in the uh, episode next week and talk about it then. All right, you guys, in the middle of this COVID-19 crap, um, be safe, stay well, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.